are Renovate. We create organizational disruption for transformational impact, providing accessible leadership development for leaders and their teams. This podcast is designed for employees and employers, established leaders and rising leaders, and those who want to renovate the idea of leadership. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to episode three of the Renovate podcast and the second episode in our series, Class of 2021, What's Next? We want to first congratulate those graduates who are now capped and gowned and degreed. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. Whether you got to walk across a stage at this time or not, know that what you have accomplished is huge. And you should be so proud of yourself. We are proud of you. Yeah, we are proud of you. Congratulations, class mm-hmm. of 2021. Uh, last week, we addressed the losses and grief associated with the way the pandemic disrupted so much for the class of 2021. And we acknowledge that there are many losses, the Mm -hmm. anticipated experiences of in-person internships and practical training for future jobs, the loss of rites of passage, such as, you know, the graduation, (laughs) graduation ceremonies or honors convocations or in-person classes with your favorite professors in your selected majors, the ones who, you know, the folks who have shaped you and became mentors and inspired you, but you truly haven't like interacted with them for a whole year. Yeah. With, with that loss, uh, Emily and I acknowledge that grief is real and it's okay to grieve. Exactly. And after exploring grief, we want to turn to the gaps that may have occurred because of that loss. Mm -hmm. So what skills or experiences are missing for our recent graduates that need to be filled in on the job, either by your own determination as a graduate or the work of your new employer? So when we think of some of the gaps that 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 we adults, higher education institutions, professors created um, things that we did in the pivot and the panic to combat what was happening in the pandemic, these were these were necessary things at the time, but in the long term we know they will have repercussions. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden we offered pass fail opportunities, um, extensions on work, more leniency in course requirements to help students get through this, all very, very good things. Mm. But we don't even know yet how some of these exemptions might have created gaps for future job performance. Mm. And because of this, we at Renovate envision there will be need, there will need to be some ownership on the yeah. part of the graduate to not continue to live in an expectation of exemptions or worse entitlement, mm. but also ownership on the part of employers for recognizing their responsibility in this next step of development and onboarding for these new graduates. 
Yeah, that that's so true. And we thank you for those who listened last week. Um, and remember what we said, like about these graduates in Generation Z, they are incredibly innovative. Mm -hmm. Members of Generation Z are able to create a hack for almost anything to make life more efficient or streamlined. Uh, they are made up of entrepreneur DNA and having the ability to understand and accomplish personal branding at an incredibly early age, right? We're seeing it all the time. Yeah. Uh, they also know who they are and how they want to be known. Uh, very passionate about justice and fixing the mess that the earlier generations handed to them. Um, and they also desire transparency and honesty while forcing and challenging diversity and inclusion problems in all sorts of spaces. Yeah, forcing and challenging for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They flourish in mentorship and relationships with people who take the time to guide and encourage them. Now, any gaps we talk about today, and I, and I really want you guys to hear this, are not gaps in character or quality of these young adults, but gaps that were created by the pandemic and how we had to respond. Exactly. And a gap, as we see it, is neither negative or positive. It just is. If the London Underground can tell us all to mind the gap as a gentle and friendly reminder for our safety, what we are asserting today is that all of us, graduates and employers, need to mind the gap to help our graduates safely and smoothly transition from college into employment. Hmm. Thank you for that, Emily. I think to do that, uh, employers may need to take a demo day approach <laughs> to how they train their employers, employees, right? Here at Renovate, you guys will hear us say this over and over, we disrupt to make organizations and employees better. Exactly. Right now, as we know at the class of 2021, the disruption has already happened, right? Mm -hmm. So now we need to throw out the old ways of onboarding, hiring and training. Yes. Now is the time that we need to rethink about our HR approaches in a way that creates cooperation with these new graduates and discovering from them where the gaps may be rather than impart imparting a formulaic program that always worked in the past because now remember it, it doesn't seem that long ago but these <laughs> are not even right emily these aren't even the graduates of 2020 exactly uh and, and we know the class of 2020 only dealt with about two to three months of online learning at the end of their college careers, these are the first batch of graduates, class of 2021, in the new normal. Something that will continue over the next 10 years as we discover how this pandemic affected our children. Yeah, this is just the, the first group. We've got a, a tale uh, coming behind us of 10 years of how did these students who spent a year and a half in high school in junior high uh, online, how is this going to affect them? Mm. So 
we want to talk about what gaps there might be for this particular class based on the last year and a half that that need to be minded as they enter the workforce. And we came up with three categories that we see as gaps these graduates will face. There will be gaps in isolation and invitation. There are mental and emotional gaps with these, with these graduates and gaps in diversity, equity, and inclusion areas. Yeah, thank you for laying those out for us. When we talk about the gap of isolation and invitation, we think about it in this way, right? Isolation has been a big issue for many of these students over the past year and could continue to haunt mm -hmm. or affect them in the workplace if we as employers, uh, supervisors, don't find ways to fill that isolation gap. How can employers rethink the onboarding and training process to help fill in those gaps? Exactly. And we wouldn't be here if we didn't have a few ideas. So <laughs> here, here are some ideas. Um, the first thing really is we would encourage organizations to hire someone who knows this generation and how to train them well. Mm. Someone who may understand what they've experienced, but also who will not assume anything about the capabilities of these young adults. Mm. You know, these graduates may or may not know how to use a multi-line phone system. They mm -hmm. may or may not know how to answer the phone or how to spell check an email or what's appropriate behavior for a staff meeting. Some will, some won't. And some may be uncertain or hesitant either way as they're entering this space. So when we're training these new employees, we wanna be very clear and specific in instructions. Mm. What Nicole and I have learned from these young adults is that step-by-step -step is very helpful to them. Yeah. Maybe even more so though is, sharing with them the reasons or relevance as to why something is done or needs to be done in a certain way. Mm. We, as, <laughs> as we've been ingrained in our work, a lot of times we do things because we've always done them that way. Mm -hmm. Remember, Gen Z, they are experts at the hack. <laughs> they are going to see a better, easier, different way to do it. And so, if there is a reason why something needs to be done one way, we have to make sure we let them know. This is going to be a different process from our previous new employees. Mm. And in that process of letting them know how things work or how to do a task, this group doesn't need BS. Come on, that's right. <laughs> the gap that many of them have is that they haven't been in person in internships and they have felt isolated from the actual office experience. So many office policies or ways of doing things that would have been taught in person were not done as part of the virtual experience. Hmm. There may be more to teach this group about the simple things, use of company supplies, copy machine procedures and responsibilities. Nicole, who does refill the paper in the copy machine, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
what greeting should be given when answering the phone or even what's the use of the office fridge? You need to be straightforward to the point and honest about all of these maybe seemingly insignificant things, but also kind in the process. Mm. Even something like the expectations for working from home, which does look like it's going to be an ongoing part of the new normal, needs to be clearly defined to help them fill in the, the gaps. I mean, they have spent a lot of time on Zoom <laughs> and the exhaustion yes. and isolation is real for them. But how they did college on Zoom is going to be different from how they need to do work meetings on Zoom. So fill in the gaps clearly so that they understand the new ways of using these platforms in a work setting. So mm. Zoom backgrounds or no backgrounds the camera should be on and what would you like to see in the window, right? Is it full face? Is it, you know, shoulders? What kind of, you know, what kind of expectation do you have? The use of cell phones during meetings. Mm. And once you have clearly defined these things as employers, there's the possibility that they may need to be reminded or corrected as they adjust. Again, straightforward to the point and right mm. away is going to work best. Nicole, you and I have both heard supervisors get frustrated that their Gen Z employee is doing something wrong or not how they were told. And my answer always is, did you correct them? Come on, renovate. Yeah. <laughs> so often the super supervisor's response is no. I mean, I told them that how to do it the right way on the first day. And I just think, you know, we all know there are things in life we did not get right the first time. And mm. These young people are no different. They want to do it well. They yeah. want to do good work. And we as supervisors do need to be willing to let them know and to ask, to teach them and to correct them as needed. Mm -hmm. um, moving on from that, of course, is that idea of isolation. So we have that invitation that needs to come with isolation. They have experienced a lot of isolation of not being in person for internships. Mm. And because of that, there is a specific invitation that needs to come to them in welcoming them into the life of the office. Specific invitations, even if you've never done this in training before, mm. about office policies, anything from taking breaks to clothing to interpersonal relationships, should be offered as invitations. Invite them to partake in the goodies in the break room if they're sitting out there for everyone. Invite them to have conversations with coworkers and get to know one another in the office. Yep. Invite them to eat lunch in a social setting rather than going out to their cars. Yeah, Nicole, yes, I've seen this happen. Mm -hmm. The awkwardness of not knowing what to do in those situations without that invitation sends them back into isolation. Hmm. Because they didn't get that in in-person internships, they haven't observed the rhythms and the pace of an office. Things like where to eat lunch or if getting up to use the bathroom or refilling a water bottle is acceptable at any time during the day. This is not intuitive for them. Mm. So invite them into the community to combat the isolation and the gaps that they've experienced in that way. Wow. Uh, Emily, that, that was 
really some good suggestions. And while you were speaking, I was thinking, I was thinking about how some of those things are norm, mm-hmm. are normals for Generation X and millennials because we kind of lived in this pattern. Right. Uh, but that's not the case for Generation Z, which is okay, you know? Yep. Uh, and as we, as we move on, you know, we do want to talk about the mental and emotional gaps that have occurred because of this pandemic. Uh, let's think about this and be very honest. The class of 2021 has been through a lot emotionally and mentally in the last year. Yes, they have. We all know that to be true because we all have been through it a lot, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Kaiser Family Foundation, also known as KFF, uh, is a not-for-profit organization with a focus on national health issues. Uh, they recently posted an article, The Implications of COVID-19 for Mental Health and Substance Use. Mm-hmm. There, uh, KFF shared some results that we believe really helped to address the mental and emotional health of Gen Zers. Uh, results from their July 2020 pollings showed that young adults have experienced a number of negative pandemic-related consequences, such as closures Mm -hmm. of universities and loss of income that may contribute to poor mental health. Exactly. During the pandemic, uh, Kaiser names that a larger than average share of young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 reported symptoms of anxiety and or depressive order, which comes out to 56%, Mm -hmm. compared to all adults, young adults are more likely to report substance use and suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Prior to this pandemic, young adults were already at high risk of poor mental health and substance use disorder, though many did not receive treatment. Yeah, this is just piling on what we already knew about Generation Z and the the mental health uh, issues and and levels of mental health disorder that they were struggling with. Yeah, and and I appreciate that Kaiser has done a recent poll to think about the impact of the pandemic on young adults. Yeah. The emotional and mental strain, like we all know, is not going to suddenly disappear when the class of 2021 walks across the graduation stage or receives their cap and gown in mail to uh, uh, in the mail to watch a YouTube. Right. right? <laughs> it's over. The stress uh, is gone. Right. right? <laughs> in fact, it may intensify with the stresses of looking for and securing a job. Uh, there will be a gap for these graduates in terms of healthy and balanced mental capacity which some employers might not have anticipated. Yeah. Uh, now, to be clear, here at Renovate, we are not asking that employers lower uh, expectations. However, and please hear us, we're encouraging that you allow for a longer onboarding process uh, or lowered learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd ask employers to gather HR represent- representatives and discuss the reality of mental health support within the workplace, both for 
the current employees who have also been in a pandemic. Exactly. And the new ones, right? Um, this ongoing conversation can definitely foster a culture of policy review relating to mental health policies and contribute to the health and wellness of employees by way of clear communication. <laughs> and since this is such a big topic, we will come back and revisit more uh, specific ways to help fill in this gap uh, in a future episode. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here yet, isn't there, Nicole? Yeah, there is. And, and finally, uh, there will be gaps for these new graduates in terms of diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, in, the, in, the, in the workplace. After both being engaged in these issues and preventing, they've been like prevented from engaging due to COVID, they are leaving college with the complexities of what has been happening in the past two years in North America, mm -hmm. right? and unsure of how to wrestle with these issues and what that looks like, right? That wrestling in workspaces. Uh, we know that Gen Zers want to make a difference and they want companies who are taking a clear stand and committed to making and participating in change. Yes, yeah. But they don't necessarily know and have not experienced how in-person conversations and copy machine interactions of these exactly. topics, right? Might become heated uh, in an in-person setting. Uh, they will need help. Uh, in the other side of diversity, Rebecca Hernandez, uh, who I really enjoy, a PhD at George Fox University, she says it best. Most of us understand that before a performance of any kind, a period of preparation is needed. She goes on to say, it is like the growth of a plant. There's that garden theme. We love theme, that. From a small seeds, lots of care, fertilizer, light, and uh, grooming are needed before a crop can be harvested, end quote. With Hernandez's words in mind, uh, Employers will need to be woke <laughs> to understand the complexities of cultural trauma and its impact on the class of 2021. Now, do you need a definition for woke? That means you need to be <laughs> present to the reality of the mindset of one who is from Generation Z. Yes. Yeah. So here at Renovate, we continue to see employers who have already and will need to continue to pivot to stay afloat in the midst of what we're thinking about as uh, the four pandemics exposed by the COVID pandemic. Exactly, yeah. So as, as Emily, Emily and I think about uh, what it means to be woke to what's happening around us, we think about the four pandemics in this way, economic instability, uh, a failing healthcare system, uh, the uncertainty and all the drama around the political processes, processes, and then the exposure of racism within the U.S. and its implication on the people, people of color. Mm -hmm. 
all four of these additional pandemics have adjusted the readiness of the class of 2021 in important areas like performance and workplace preparation. And they will need employers who are willing to understand what is happening and address those issues within the onboarding process for new employees. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, this, we'll come back to the mental and emotional gaps because I think this is a huge area that we as a nation have to be thinking about, again, not just for Gen Z graduates, but for all of us who have uh, endured this past year and a half. We've spent a lot of time talking to the employers so far today. So we wanna take a few minutes here to address the graduates now. We have identified some gaps that you as the graduates might have in your experiences due to the pandemic, but we want you to know that employers also have gaps that will need to be filled. We've offered them some solutions so far, but we now want to offer you this. Understand that employers are in a new and unknown world as well. They are going to be realizing their own gaps. And that might be frustrating for you as a new employee. They might be slower in the hiring process than you would like or expect. They may struggle to onboard new employees that have just graduated and have come from a year of isolation. They might not be prepared for that. And so we encourage you as graduates to be extra patient with your new employer or be willing to gently encourage them to help you fill in the gaps that are present due to the circumstances. But we also felt that we wanted to leave you with some steps that you can do to prepare yourself for the challenges that may arise on your first job due to the unusual end of your college education and the gaps you might have experienced. So the first thing we want to encourage you as graduates to do is keep working on developing your communication skills, both verbal and written. Remember that how you communicate in a workplace is going to be different than on social media. And I know I've experienced this. Communicating in person again <laughs> may take some practice to get rid of the rust, right? So we challenge you to begin to have phone conversations again, not just text or video calls. And I know that for Generation Z, talking on the phone is not the most comfortable <laughs> or the, the norm, but practice mm. that. Practice talking on the phone. Practice listening carefully to what the other person is saying and then responding clearly. And then put mm. down the cell phone and engage with people as you are out and about in the world. The cashiers, wait staff, people you pass as you're walking your dog. Say hello, mm -hmm. offer a greeting. This will help you begin to fill in those gaps of isolation and communication that may have developed for you. Hmm. In addition, do, do some work of self-training as a way to prepare for your transition into the working world and all the challenges that may come with that. Now, I'm not a Gen Zer, but there are still challenges that I have in the workplace. Right? <laughs> we all face challenges, um, yes. Yeah, you are no longer going to have to take tests to demonstrate your knowledge. You are going to have a platform 
I'm sorry, you're going to have to perform and complete tasks. Exactly. Remember what we said last week, NACE reports, right, Emily, that employers are looking for problem solvers and those who take initiative. Exactly. Work, work on with yourself to fill in the gaps that you might have in some of those areas by practicing, uh, by practicing to figure things out on your own and learning to find answers without re- relying on others to explain it to you or to help. Think about it like this. You've never replaced a a headlight bulb in your car. (laughs) Challenge yourself to figure it out and do it. Did you get information from the government on repaying your college loans? Mm -hmm. Do your research, understand for yourself how it all works and figure out a personal budget that includes a a repayment plan or set up your own dentist appointment or eye doctor appointment, even (laughs) if you still live at home. (laughs) Learn your insurance policy and coverage, pay attention to the information you learn and then figure out something as simple as ordering your own glasses or a mouth guard. Simple, perhaps, but I I know we've all had those moments where we graduate from college and we haven't done some of these simple things or learned how to Google uh, some of these instructions. So some practical uh, uh, advice. And the the third thing we just want to say is ask questions. Lots and lots of questions. You know where your own gaps are. You know the experience you wish you had, but you didn't. And don't expect others to figure out those gaps for you. Be willing to be vulnerable, maybe even a little awkward from time to time. But a little awkwardness, a little vulnerability, that's nothing compared to that feeling of isolation, being out of the loop or lost because you have a gap in your experience and your employer doesn't realize it. So be willing to to take that step. Now we know this episode had a lot in it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we want to keep the conversation going on our Instagram page at renovate ALD. So send us messages or questions that arise in response to what we've been talking about today. And we invite you to come back next week. Over the next three episodes, we will dive deeper into some of these gaps specifically. We have more to say about helping the class of 2021 put this pandemic behind them and begin their careers. And we know that these topics carry emotions and perhaps grief with them, as we've already talked about right in this episode, in episode two. Mm -hmm. So we encourage you to come back to this episode to listen again, grab a new nugget, And take your time as you move from grief and loss into acceptance. Thank you for joining us this week on the Renovate Podcast. If this episode sparked questions or a desire to learn more, please follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at RenovateALD. And catch our past episodes by visiting the podcast webpage. We hope you join us again next week. And in the meantime, how will you disrupt your sphere for transformational impact?